Would you look with me in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2? It is amazing how he came. Um, I love that song. Before the church here, Vision started in 2006. We met in a warehouse for Christmas in 2005. And I believe Kristen and Catherine uh, would have sung that song. Natalie wouldn't have been around. And then and then 2011, uh, Christmas landed on a Sunday. And then once again now in 2022. You know, the next time Christmas is on a Sunday is 11 years uh, from now. And... Um, I'm grateful that we have this time uh, set aside, the singing. How many of you, um, we sung your favorite Christmas song tonight? We sung several of them. We could meet every Sunday night in December and have another group of Christmas carols to sing and uh, more verses. Um, Who, Travis, what's your favorite Christmas song? Did we sing it? Did we sing that one? I believe we did. All right, good. Um, Anybody else who has a favorite one in here? Holy Night. Oh, Holy Night. Okay. Anybody else? All right. Um, I didn't know that I had a favorite one, but I'm thinking it must be Silent Night because uh, last year I spoke about Silent Night and tonight I will um, as well. And I told Micah in the office before uh, the service tonight, I said, um, I was studying and I thought I uh, spoke about joy to the world and I went to save it on my computer and it says, you already have something saved uh, on Silent Night. He said, I said, well, it's going to be the same person talking about the same song, and he said, you're not the same person, it's been a year. That was some deep philosophy by Micah uh, before the service, and none of us are. It's been another year, and we're not the same people, uh, but the same wonderful truth is available uh, to us uh, tonight. Isaiah 9, uh, 2, I want to read that verse to you. I won't get to all that I had um, planned to read tonight. I appreciate all the Bible uh, reading that's been done, but Isaiah chapter number 9 Verse number two says, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light, that they, they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. And so it says, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light, and they that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. So young people, I hope you remember our Christmas uh, candlelight services. We often, when we meet in here, it isn't like this. We are people that live in the light. We live in the truth. Our room is is lit. It's lit up. It's bright uh, when we have church services. Uh, But tonight, it's darker where you're sitting because we want to show the contrast between where we're sitting and the light. Uh, That would be the candlelight. And shortly, uh, we'll have a chance to um, pass the light out and that candle that you um, are holding. To really do it justice, what we should do, Caleb, is we should turn out all the lights open up all the doors, and sit here for a couple hours, all right? And at that point, we would have the anticipation that we really would need about the light coming to us. Because that light that you hold in your hand, if you look at it, the candle, Hudson, and those of you that were real excited to get the candles are the ones we're most worried about, William Avery and different people in here, all right? And uh, when, you're, um, they, when you look at that, you can look at that thing all day long, and that thing is not going to be uh, light, lit unless somebody brings that to you. And that's what I want us to do shortly um, here in a moment. I'm going to ask the dads to come forward and take the light and take it back to their family and spread it throughout this building. And we will end the night singing a silent night. Uh, but not just kids, adults as well. I think that picture is just so wonderful of knowing that the light has come to us. You can remember when the gospel story came to your family And then you can also think about the responsibility that you have to those. If you would imagine millions and millions of people that would be sitting behind you holding a candle that do not have uh, the light of the gospel um, available 
uh, to them. So um, Silent Night is the song that we will sing uh, to end our night. It was written by a man named Joseph Moore who wrote a unique song every Christmas um, and on, for every Christmas Eve service, and he hadn't written a song, and the organ wasn't working, so he went and found a poem, and he took it to one of his friends, and real quickly, in one night, they came to this song, Silent Night, which has become one of the most popular Christmas songs um, of all time. And we say, Silent Night, Holy Night, all is calm, all is bright. You know, no baby is born on a silent night, especially not... Uh, in a stable. I remember with Thatcher, my first being born, all that excitement that was around it, and just the commotion that was going around it. But that was in a hospital down in Atlanta under perfect conditions, and it still wasn't um, a silent night. Anyone who's experienced the miracle of childbirth knows that there can be a lot of noise involved in welcoming a newborn into the world. It's beautiful, it's sacred, uh, but it's not quiet. But What we were reminded of, and it was said so well in that last song, that when Jesus came, there was no parade, there was no throne, there was no crown, there was none of that was waiting. The few Argentine fans in here, after Sunday there's a lot more Argentine fans, Jeff. I decided to become one Sunday afternoon um, with you. But I learned uh, from, I was talking to the Beckers the day, and in Argentina, uh, they're supposed to have a big parade uh, for the team, but so many people gathered together that the team couldn't get to the middle of it. Um, So they're not going to have a parade and a fanfare, but they're not going to have the main attraction uh, to it. And what a contrast, right? December the 25th was just another day. It was just another silent night, just another normal day, but when Jesus entered into our story, entered into uh, the world. It changed everything. And then now, 2,000 years later, the danger is that there's all this parade and fanfare, but Jesus doesn't have his rightful place. So we look back on that silent night. In Luke 1, 11, there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And so an angel came and spoke to Zechariah, which means God remembers and also to Elizabeth, which means God promises, and the couple together, their name means God remembers and God promises. What a great um, combination there, that he remembers his promise. And we look through the lens of history, that even though God's people might have felt like God was silent, he was in fact working the entire time. He was moving through rulers and through empires to set the stage for the arrival of the promised Messiah at the appointed time Jesus had come. That God had never forgotten about mankind, but at the appointed time, Jesus came. And they came, the angels saw him, and it was a babe laying in a manger. And when they had seen it, it says, they made known abroad, saying that which was told them concerning the child. So we say, all is calm, all is bright. This is wonderful. Isaiah 9-2, which I started reading at the beginning, it says that those that dwell in the land of the shadow of death... Upon them hath the light shined. This idea of darkness and death, same one that we refer to in Psalm 23 as we walk through this valley of the shadow of death. And what comes into that valley of the shadow of death? Round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild. As promised, a child was born of a virgin. His name was Jesus. Isaiah 9, 6, For unto us a child is born, Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, 
and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And we reflect upon that, and it's a sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. It's a picture of a sleeping baby, but brings us to the point of recognizing the peace that he has brought to us. Jesus 2.17, And came and preached peace to you which were far off, and to them that were nigh. Jesus brought a peace to our relationship with God and with one another, where there had only been conflict and hostility and wrath, and we've been unreconciled. And this baby, Jesus, that we presume slept that night, he comes, in Matthew 11, he says that he comes to us, all that are labor and are heavy laden, and he will give us rest. You may know the story. If you haven't, I encourage you to look it up and read more about it. But during World War I, uh, where they set down their weapons on Christmas Eve, and the men that were on both sides of the war were in these foxholes, they were in these trenches that were dug out. And on Christmas Eve, they gathered in what was um, no man's land there, where there had only been death and killing, and they played soccer together, and they gathered around the fire, and they sung Silent Night. And the soldiers that took place in that talked about it being something that was surreal, that they could never uh, imagine seeing, that if they were to watch it in a movie, they wouldn't have believed that it was an honest telling of history. But that was short-lived, and the next day they went back to fighting. Several of you have probably read the story in here by Don Richardson called Peace Child. And it's a story of a group of people in the Netherlands, New Guinea. And um, they um, were fighting, they're called the Sawi people. And uh, this one man, he went, he was trying to have a peace between the two different tribes. But what he didn't know about the tribe that he was working with is that they took great pride in deceiving people. And the farther that you could deceive somebody and end up killing him, then the greater honor that you would have among the group. And so this man died. And so when the missionary Don Richardson come and he, had, he met this group of people um, and he was talking to them, he told the gospel story. And as he told the gospel story, they all thought Judas was the hero of the story because he was the one that was most clever. He was the one that was most deceptive. But as he was there and he was willing, he told them that he was going to leave this tribe. And the two groups decided they didn't want this man to leave And so they said, we have to come together, we have to reconcile, there has to be peace between the two tribes. And so they had a ceremony that the missionary, Don Richardson, had never uh, seen before. And um, what happened was they lined up, and a baby was passed from one tribe over to another tribe, and there was an exchange. And as long as the baby from the one tribe was raised and growing up in that side, and this one was raised on this side, there would be peace between the tribes. Well, that was a peace child that would eventually die. But we have a high priest that will never die in Jesus Christ, the peace child that brings true peace to those that were once afar off. And so in this song, we celebrate this fact that the peace that has been brought to us, silent night, holy night, shepherds quake at the sight. How did the shepherds get involved in this? This is one of the people that you would expect to find in the story. They would be people that would recognize a perfect lamb. It was, they were not the common reporters of the day, but when they, with this knowledge, they could not stay quiet about it. Glory streamed from heaven afar, heavenly hosts sing alleluia, Christ the Savior is born, Christ the Savior is born. Luke 2.13, And certainly there was an angel of a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth goodwill toward men, 
And we do not know if they were singing this, but it seems very probable that they were rejoicing in this fact. Silent night, holy night, Son of God's love's pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face. Just a couple things, lastly, before we sing. God's Son of God's love, pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face. Galatians 4, 4 through 7, it says, When the fullness of time was come, at the right time, God sent his Son, forth his Son, made of a woman, but made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law. Luke 19, 10, it says that Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. That is where he found us. He found us under the law, and he came to us there, that we might receive the adoption of the sons. And he is the pure light. James 1.17, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow or turning. No, we're told that if the sun was to go out, the S-U-N, the sun was to go out, that it would be zero degrees in a few days. I think it's actually going to be zero degrees in a few days anyway, isn't it, um, around here? And um, it's going to be, it'll be zero degrees in just a matter of days. And then, in a, by the end of the year, it would be a negative 100 degrees. And if we didn't lose all of our oxygen and we were able to survive and it would continue, it would hold steady um, at that. But the Bible tells us in the new heaven and the new earth, there's no need for a sun. And all that lives inside of that light will never die. He is the light of this world. And so then with the dawn of the redeeming grace, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, those last two words, redeeming grace. One of the reasons that we may lack an excitement or passion for Christmas is that we often fail to truly see that God as a holy and as our sin, is, God is holy and our sin is very serious. Therefore, we do not have much joy in Christ coming for us. And so we should rejoice tonight that the people which sat in darkness saw great light, and to them which sat in the region and shadow of death, light is sprung up. That's from Matthew four sixteen. Those that once sat in darkness, the light has come to us. And so that's what we're rejoicing as, as a people, that we were sitting in darkness on a dark, silent night, and Jesus comes to be the light of the world. Joy Wall's in here somewhere. I guess the Du Bois sit over there, so she's probably over there somewhere. I always think it'd be neat to have a Bible name like Joy. You'd see it a lot. And a night like this, we probably said her name 75 times um, already. And I'm so glad that um, she is home. But she's been down in uh, Mexico helping teach the Anderson kids and being around there. But knowing that many times she's surrounded by people who do not have the light of the gospel. We don't know that, but you and I do. And we should be so thankful for that fact. And it's not just a great truth or not just a great song, but it's a wonderful truth that we should make abroad, just like those that first came. So I'm going to ask Ben to come up here and begin to play Silent Night. And as he does, I'm going to ask um, that, um, that I could ask some, some of the dads, um, if you will, to come up here and uh, help us out here. And um, I will light your candle. And um, as you do, you'll take it back to your uh, kids. And um, as we do that, I would really like to... Incorporate... Come on, go ahead, David. Thank you. Um, as we do that, what I would really like for you to do is I'd really like for you to consider uh, the person and the people uh, that brought you the gospel. Um, the time in your life where you did not know the gospel and it was brought uh, to you. There you go. Please share that with... Uh, uh, yeah. 
know you've been mized, you do not lose your salvation if the candle goes out. I don't know who said that. That's not what we're doing here tonight. It's a good thing, too, because Matt Mincer's light is just not lighting, all right? All right. Here we go, Travis. Stephen leads us in a silent night. Um, I'd just like to take a moment. It's so wonderful um, to get the light, real candles. The plastic ones just don't do the same, do they? And uh, we want the real thing. You want to be able to feel the, the warmth from uh, the candle and to see it. And it just looks different in here. It's really what we want for Christmas, isn't it? We don't want a cheap imitation. We want the real thing, right? And that's what we have here tonight is we have the real thing I want us to just take a moment. I want you to consider maybe just like the gospel was brought to you by your dad. Maybe kids, when your dad lit your candle, maybe it was your mom and dad that shared the gospel with you. And um, if you know that, then you should thank God for them as we pray. Some of you may remember somebody in your life, a Sunday school teacher or a co-worker, and you sat in darkness and you were just waiting and you would have never known if somebody wouldn't have brought the message to you. So I'd like to take a moment. I just want to pray. And I'd like to thank God for the people uh, that brought us the gospel, uh, that brought the light and shared it with us. Before I do, would anybody just say the name of the person that brought, brought it to them? Um, so we could just hear it. Yes, ma'am. That guy right there? That's good. That's wonderful. Um, anybody else? Right, Winkley. Brother Winkley's son passed away last week, 21 years old. If you'd be praying for the Winkley family. And uh, he led Greg to the Lord when you were how old, Greg? Eight, Eight or nine years old. Anybody else in here? Leola. That's a great name. You all get. I'm sure you got the coolest friends, Miss Jita. All right, Leola. All right. Yes, ma'am. Dear mommy. All right. One point for David. One point for Jennifer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. Yes, sir. Your mom. That's wonderful, mom. All right. Who else in here? Just a co, you know, uh, yes, sir. Dear mom, that's wonderful. Barry. Keith Trimble. Keith Trimble, wonderful. Up in Maryland. Gospel made it all the way up to Maryland. That's good. That's right. Anybody else? Olivia Young. That's special. Took me a moment. Olivia, I have to translate that. Olivia Penrod uh, Young. Uh, Gordon Pitter. Yes, ma'am. My dad. Your dad. That's great. All right, yes, sir. Your mom. Yeah. There's plenty of times that we should be in a hurry. This just isn't one of them. Anybody else like to share? Quirky Spittler. There's some really good names being said here, right? Quirky um, Spittler. 
I thank God for Corky Spindler. Never met him. Anybody else? <laughs> Greg says you may not be saved if you don't participate. I don't think I don't think that's the I don't think that's the problem. The light looks so great on you guys right here, shining. Well, I'm going to take a moment first, and I'm going to pray for that, and then I'm going to ask you one more question before we sing. Heavenly Father, you have heard the names that have been shared. Lord, you also know the names that are upon the hearts of us. Lord, that like myself, who didn't say, but my, uh, my sister, Lord, I'm grateful. I don't remember what it was like to sit in darkness. I don't remember what it was like before you came into my life. Lord, I have very little memories as a nine-year-old boy, but I'm thankful that I didn't live there very long. I'm thankful that I got to know you at a young age. Father, I thank you tonight for these boys and girls that get to talk about their mom and dad bringing them the gospel and then to hear about other people being led to the Lord by, by friends. And so, Lord, I just want to praise you for this group of people, Lord, that you have saved and that you have redeemed and that, Lord, we don't sit in the darkness tonight, but we get to enjoy coming together and singing together and rejoicing in what has been done. So, Father, I thank you for all the people that share the gospel with this family that makes up Vision Baptist Church. Though I will not get to meet many of them until heaven, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for them and for their faithfulness. And then before we sing, I just ask you to consider who that might be for somebody else in 2023. How many more people still wait just like you? And how those conversations that somebody had the courage and they had valor, they had courage on behalf of another person to come and share the gospel with you. Let's every one of us pray that God will allow us to be part of somebody's testimony. That maybe somebody right now that's sitting in darkness, that's waiting, that this time next year they'll be sitting with us or they'll be sitting in another church of like uh, faith and rejoicing and being able to share the same type of testimony that you've been given. Then moms and dads in here with young children, we pray for your children. We pray that as they come to a, an understanding of what the gospel is, that they'll be seeing it lived out inside of this church. That is something that they will want um, with everything that is in them. And so we will pray, and then we will end singing. And then after a silent night, if you will extinguish your candles, all right, and uh, we'll put them in the basket um, on the way out. But let's pray one more time before we sing. Heavenly Father, as I just said, come to you in prayer, Lord. I come to you. Uh, with the names of some people, Lord, um, that we could say and that we could know. The Father, now I'm coming to you with the names of people, Lord, that I don't know. Lord, I don't know who it is that you are going to allow us to share the gospel with in the coming year. Father, I have no doubt that there's some names upon the hearts of people in this room. Some of them may be family members, but some of them may be very close family members. So I pray for those that are in here who have unbelieving moms and dads, that have unbelieving brothers and sisters, and those that they just love so dearly, who, Lord, they don't want to see um, separated for all eternity, Lord. And I pray uh, for them. I pray that this would be the year, Lord, that they would come uh, to know you. Father, I'm praying right now, as even though I won't know, and I don't know um, who it is, that you, when you made us a new creature, you set us out on a path. And on that path, Lord, you put people in front of us. Lord, may we never walk by people that are sitting in darkness, just enjoying the warmth of your light. May we share with everybody around us what you have done. 
And just like, Lord, that we're going to sing where it was a silent night and all was calm and then Jesus came into the story, Lord, may we be that for some people in this coming year. May we be the, the messengers, Lord. May we be the shepherds. May we be the ones that tell them that Jesus has come and it changed everything. In Jesus' name I pray.